Hey y'all, welcome back to Barely Steady. We are on week four, y'all. I am so excited. Um, I am so happy with how far we have come in this podcast. So happy with all of the feedback I'm getting and just please keep letting me know if y'all like this podcast because I am basing this all on my liking of it, but I also want to hear y'all's liking of it. So let me know. But this week I had a lot of stuff going on. So I really want to talk about things I've been doing, things that have happened this past week that have been really exciting. And I really want to get into it. And I'm so excited to share some of the fun things that have happened and maybe some follow-ups for some of the cliffhangers I left y'all on last week. So let's get right into the podcast. So this podcast episode is going to be a little all over the place, which we love a little chaos in our everyday lives, which I told y'all in the trailer that my life can be very chaotic. So this is going to be very much all over the place, but I hope y'all love it. So we are going to start like we start every week with our weekly Bible verse. And this week, it was kind of harder for me to find a Bible verse because I want it to like semi-relate to the topic, but I also want it to be like meaningful, one that I like that's not always heard. I want it to be like a new one that you may have never heard. So if you are following me on Instagram or on Facebook, you get to see a sneak peek of this week's Bible verse. I usually like put it out the day before, like Thursday, um, and I just like let y'all know like what the Bible verse is because I feel like it also lets you peek into what this week's episode is. So this week is also from Isaiah. Last week's was from Isaiah as well, but it is Isaiah 58, 9. And it says, at that time, when you call, the Lord will answer. When you cry out, he will say, here I am. And I love that because sometimes I feel so lonely and just like nobody's there. And so when I call out to him, it's nice to like for him to answer. And it's not always like him saying straight up, here I am. Like sometimes it's shown in people, shown in um, like I see God in the sunsets all the time. More recently, I've been like, because on my drive home from school, um, or like if I'm going somewhere after school, like the sun slowly starts to set. Like it's still, like especially in these fall, winter months, the sun like slowly starts to set but isn't fully set. And sometimes with the clouds, like on my drive home, it looks so beautiful. So I pull over and I take a picture of it because I see God in that masterpiece. So it's not always just him straight up saying, here I am. But it's also him saying through different people, masterpieces like landscapes or pieces of art or just reading your Bible, praying 
or even like I told y'all um, last week or was it last week or the week before? Was last week? Yeah, I think it was last week. Mainly just about how I saw him through redeeming love. And I don't know, it just really like changed my life in a way. Um, and you can hear him anywhere and you never know when it's going to happen. He surprises me all the time. So I loved that Bible verse and I did want to talk a little bit about loneliness and kind of friendships this week. Um, and not just friendships, but just like relationships that aren't like dating relationships, but more like relationships with your siblings or your family members or even friendships and stuff like that, because that's where I'm kind of struggling this week. So I wanted to open up to y'all and maybe give y'all a little advice and hopefully maybe y'all can give me a little advice. But I really liked how last week we did the book about 100 Things God Loves About You. And so I thought we would do it again. So this week is number 58. I just flipped open to a random page again. But this one says, God loves the way you keep going. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. You know what's hilarious about that verse? I almost picked that for this week's verse. Whoa, that's kind of crazy. Okay, and then the little description says, Well, that last minute change certainly wasn't part of our plan, or your plan. wasn't part of your plan. And that crisis, it definitely wasn't on your calendar. What a person to do. What's a person to do? Hang on, hold on, believe and trust. God's got a plan, a good and perfect plan just for you. He can and will use this for your good, somehow, in some way. So, take a deep breath, say a prayer, and take the next step, because God loves you the way you keep calm and trust on. So, I I just really like how those kind of correspond. But, I really... This past weekend, I went to church, and I haven't really had, like, the perfect message. Like, sometimes when I go to church, it's like, wow, I needed that. And just these past couple weeks, it's been kind of, like, semi I needed it. Um, But the week before, it was, like, all about love and how one of my favorite, favorite, what am I saying? One of my favorite quotes from what he said two weeks ago on Sunday was you don't or it's not how you don't know like it's not that you don't deserve love but someone who didn't know how to love hurt you or like oh it it wasn't this is what it was this is my favorite quote and if you take anything from this podcast please take this because this is an amazing quote and it really opened my eyes to love and relationships and realizing that I just need to give it time and put it in God's hands and when the right person comes to me he will come to me um and it was it wasn't that you didn't know how to love no oh okay I remember it now sorry I keep forgetting it but it's not love that hurt you 
It's someone who didn't know how to love that hurt you. And I just like, as soon as he said that, like I got chills. I sat back and I was like, wow. And it doesn't even just apply to relationships when it comes to dating and stuff like that. But even friendships and family and close people that you surround yourself with. Love didn't hurt you. A person who didn't know how to love hurt you. And that really helped me with past friendships or like family areas that I've kind of broken off from. And it made me realize I'm like, they just didn't know how to love me. And it was like a healthy breakup. Like sometimes you need those healthy breakups. And so that really changed my life. And then this week, he talked about being alone. Now, it was mainly wrapped around the church and, like, their little small groups that they were coming out with, but he also spoke in this different way of talking about loneliness and how you just need to surround yourself with more people to lean on because when you start to fight your battles, you don't want to just have yourself, so you need to start finding your people and surrounding yourself with people. And that's what kind of motivates me to go to church gatherings, to go to church even more, to get a job, to... And if it is, if it isn't even at school, because at school I struggle with it. I've always been like a very closed off, shy person at school. I've been trying to get out of my comfort zone, and once I get to know people, I will. But... Right at the beginning, I just feel like school is meant for learning, so I don't really make it social, which can be, that's kind of one of my, like, weaknesses I see, and I'm like, I just, because I'm so chaotic outside of school, and so crazy, and I love being in, like, social settings, like, I love people being around me, and I, even at school, like, I love to surround myself with people, but I have really bad social anxiety, so I get really nervous, that people are judging me when in reality, like, the people that I am around, like, just boost me up. But if there's that one person that gives me that kind of weird look, then I, like, worry. So, I think the fact that he said you need to surround yourself with people because one day you are going to go through something hard and you don't want to go through it alone. You want to go through it with somebody. And so... It really, like, helped me to realize, okay, I need to start being social more. So, one thing that I've always struggled with is I have nieces and nephews that are younger than me. And I want to hang out with them and I love them to death. But it's hard for me because I want it to be, like, a balance to where I can hang out with them but also... I need to find, because I feel like I always lean into them and want to spend time with them, when in reality, like, they're younger than me, stuff that I can do, they can't, and I need to find people my own age that I can go out and hang out with, and go watch a movie, and stay out late, and, like, stuff like that that my nieces and nephews can't do, but since we live so close, I'm like, oh, I'll just call them, where in reality, I really want to find my close-knit people who I can just call up and be like, hey, let's go watch a movie. Hey, let's go walk around Target. Like, 
hey, I'm picking you up in 15 minutes. Like, just, I want that close-knit friendship with certain people. And I feel like I've been struggling this past week with those friendships. And I don't know. There's people, like, people at school, I like them and I like hanging out with them in school. But sometimes I feel like I just struggle because I it's like a small charter school so some of them were raised differently than I I was and I'm very like I'm always watching social media like so I'm very like social in that aspect and um when it comes to like I don't know just like how I was raised in a sense so it's kind of more difficult for me to open up to certain people but I'm trying to weave my way through it and find my correct group of people because you're going to have all different types of friends for all different occasions. Some friends are just meant to be at home, or not at home, at school friends who you hang out once in a while. And then other friends are the friends you call when you are crying your eyes out. And then other friends are friends you call when you like want to like talk about drama or something so like there's different friends that do that fill different needs for you and I feel like I just don't really have the friends I need and I'm um I don't know I just really want to find that close knit group so that's what's motivating me to go to church so for example this weekend my church is hosting like this um high school night um with some middle schoolers I think middle schoolers are allowed to go but like just this night where they have games and uh worship and a message and all that stuff and I really like it I've been a couple times but I've only been with my nieces and nephews and so this week I decided I'm like you know what I'm gonna invite one of my friends and we're gonna go and we're going to have a good time and I'm going to spend time with people my age because that's, I'm just, I'm in between. So all my siblings are seven or more years older than me. And then my nieces and nephews are like three or four years young, years, like three or four more or more years younger than me. Does that make sense? Like, I think my closest one in age is 13 gonna be 14 this year so I guess we're technically three years apart so and then everybody's younger so I'm kind of like in the middle and I don't know what side to go to when in reality I should just be hanging out with people my own age and meet people I want to meet so I, I I don't know I just really struggle with that and so I'm trying to get more into it I guess so I decided I'm going to go this weekend with just me and my friend and then one of my friends is going to already be there so it's gonna be three of us and there's a bull ride I am so ready I'm going to rock that bull ride um, and so I don't know I'm just excited to be there with the Lord because I feel like I'm just in a new season of my life um, and I just really want to find him so I'm gonna go to church that morning and then we're gonna go that night and then on top of that I wanted to get like a job how I was talking about last week 
So it was two weeks ago that I talked about redeeming love. Sorry, I'm hopping all over the place. But last week when I talked mainly about my job and stuff like that, I want one of the main reasons is I want to get friends my age and I want to find those people that I can surround myself with. So maybe I'll find my best friend that I can trust in everything. Because I feel like I don't have that one friend that I can call bawling my eyes out. I don't know. I just get nervous and embarrassed sometimes. Which I shouldn't because most of the friends that I have right now are really just close-knit friends that I could tell anything to. I just, I don't know. It's it's hard for me. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I struggle with that. So, I really want to figure out my relationships and stuff like that. I've been struggling with that. Like even this past two therapy sessions have been about my relationships with different people in my life. And I don't know, I just really struggle with opening up to people because I feel like once I let people in, then they can do anything. And that's where my trust issues come in. And I have horrible trust issues. And a lot of it has to do with my past. Um, so I'm, I know I really struggle with that. But before we get into more of the trust issues, because I do kind of want to talk about that in the relationships more, I do want to update y'all on some stuff that happened this week. So this week has kind of been a little chaotic, a little crazy. These past two weeks have been like, just really like go, 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 go. And it's kind of hard because I just got back from being sick so I was gone for like two weeks from school and so it's been difficult to get back into the swing of things but it's been like exciting at the same sense but on top of having everything that I need to make up for school and all that stuff I've had interviews on top of interviews then I've got therapy and doctor's appointments and and then on the weekends like getting stuff that I've been wanting to get done and going to church and like this past weekend passed by so fast it like flew and I just I didn't understand it so the last time we talked it was the week the Friday before or no I talked to y'all on Wednesday and I told y'all um I posted on Friday, but I remember recording it on Wednesday. So on Wednesday, I told y'all that I had a interview on Thursday. So I had three interviews lined up. One on Thursday for Chick-fil-A, one on Friday for Tropical Smoothie, and then one on this past Tuesday for, what was it, Texas Roadhouse, yes. And I went in to the Chick-fil-A interview and Chick-fil-A is where I want to work. They, you get Sundays off, which is very valuable to me because I like to set up for the week and also with church. Um, and if anything comes up like a church event, something like that, where I can do that. So that was a big plus for me. It's so close to my house. It's a good, um, like, like, it would be good money. It's a good, like, they pay good, which is what I'm trying to say. They pay good, and it's, it's just, like, the perfect job in my eyes, and it's, 
like everything about it there I didn't see any cons so I was like you know what this is my number one job and this is what I want and so I went into that interview surprisingly I wasn't nervous and I think it had to do with me having the Cracker Barrel interview before that I kind of got loosey-goosey and was like ready to get in there and like knew what was coming so I walked in and I sat down for a couple minutes and then the lady came over and she was like really she was the sweetest girl that I've ever met um and she came over and we sat down and she just like asked me to like tell her about myself and she like asked me all these different questions which I didn't expect because Cracker Barrel was very like get to business where like I feel like Chick-fil-A is a very family oriented which you would think Cracker Barrel would be too but Chick-fil-A she would like ask me about myself and like words I would use to describe myself and she told me right off the bat that they have a two-part interview process where they'll first do the first part and then they'll message me in 24 to 48 hours for the second part so I was like okay perfect and so we get through the first part um pretty easy it was like the quickest interview ever it was 15 minutes I think maybe even 10 um it went really well I felt confident I wasn't nervous there wasn't anything like her digging into my life I literally filled out a form of the hours I could work and that was all like she didn't ask me any other questions she didn't like question why I couldn't work on um Wednesdays or Fridays because they set it up to where since Sunday is off Saturdays are required but they filter out their employees which I think is a good system rather to working every single Saturday like that guy was pushing me a freaking Cracker Barrel anyways so I really liked that and I just there was like a description like um if you are unavailable please tell why like family or anything like that and you don't have to give like a full reason like why can't you work on Saturdays like I don't know. I'm just, I'm so angry at the Cracker Barrel guy, like, still. So, I just put down that I have a doctor's appointment and then school, which is understandable. I'm a full-time student. I cannot be working seven days a week. So, she didn't question it at all. Um, And then she just asked me to, like, describe myself again. She told me to give three words. I think I said courageous, creative, and... I forget what the third one was. Um, I forget. But, so that, she did that, and then she asked, like, if I do like Chick-fil-A, like, do I come here often? I'm like, yeah, I come here, like, every day. I, like, come here too much. This is, like, my second home. (laughs) Um, And then... She asked me, like, where I live related to there, where I go to school type of thing. I think they just gauge that because they want to know that you won't be, like, committing to, like, a job 30 minutes away, right? So, I think it went really well. And so, I left. It was so quick. She was, like, straight down to business. I left. And then... 
Friday passed through and didn't hear anything. And then Saturday morning, um, we got up because Saturday I was going to do something. So I had to get up at like 10.30 or 10 o'clock-ish. And I got ready and I went and I sat in my car because I was sitting in the passenger seat and my mom was going to drive my car because it was just nicer to have a smaller vehicle when we are driving to where we were driving, which I'll tell you where we were driving because it was so exciting. Um, But as soon as I sat down, I look at my phone and I see a text message and it says, hi, Carly. Um, I really liked the interview and I'm interested to see you again. Are you available Monday? And I was like, hell yeah, I'm available Monday. So that really like made me feel confident because I know that like most of the time when they want to see you again, that means something good, right? So then my mom gets in the car and we have that and then we go to the place. So then on Saturday, we went and we went to get my belly button pierced. It was so nerve-wracking. We went to this piercing place that I've been before. I got my cartilage pierced there. They're very efficient. Um, They have a lot of strict guidelines, but I think it's good for the result and just knowing that they're trustworthy, I guess. The guys are always so nice. Literally, tattoo and piercing people are the nicest people. I don't understand it. Like, they are so nice. You can literally talk to them about anything. I don't know. I've just always had the best experiences, like, at tattoo parlors and stuff like that. Not that I've ever gotten a tattoo, but I'm saying, like, when I tag along, I just, I don't know. It's just the best experience. So, this guy, he was really sweet. He answered all my questions, and we got there. We had everything. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. So he marked it. And then he says, so you're, so it's called navel piercing. And he goes, so your navel like veers to the right a little bit. So it's a little crooked. And I'm like, well, new insecurity unlocked. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. I just never noticed it until he said it. And then that's all I noticed. And then, so he's like, we're going to try to straighten the piercing so much that it makes your belly button look straight. I was like, perfect. Make it look straight. Do it. Like, now I'm going to, that's all I'm going to be looking at. So he marked it and it looked perfect. And I was like, okay. And everybody leading up to this was like, if you get past the clamp, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. The clamp's the worst part. He clamped in it. I'm like, that's not that bad. If that's the worst part, that's fine. And I, like, when I, like, am about to do something, whether it's getting my blood drawn or just something I need, like, I'm getting really anxious, I start breathing. And my, like, everybody always comments on how much I breathe, but it really helps. Like, I feel like breathing helps. I've heard that, like, breathing with, um, giving birth, like, helps tremendously. So, I don't know. And then everybody's like, have you ever thought about meditation? And I'm like, I've tried it, but I don't know. Maybe I should try it again. Maybe that's my assignment before next episode. Try meditation and I'll let y'all know how that goes. But so I just, I kept breathing. 
And then he put the needle through and whatever people tell you that the clamp is worse, that is BS. Seriously, that was... But it wasn't like pain so much as like pressure. It just felt like burning. It's a weird sensation. But I would do it again to have my belly button pierced because I love it. I think it looks perfect. He centered it so well. Um, and I just, I, I love it. And now there are, to an ear piercing, it's like one pain and then you're like done and it doesn't hurt. Where like this, it's a lot harder because ears you don't like touch as much and stuff like that. But your stomach, you don't think about how many times you like hit your stomach and stuff like that. And I keep snagging it and rubbing it and like even sleeping. Like I sleep on my stomach. And so it's difficult for me to be able to do that. Like sleep on my stomach, even sleeping on my side. Okay, the weirdest thing happened. The first night I had it, I don't know if it was a dream or if it was actually happening, but I kept like touching my stomach and touching my piercing because the one thing he told me is do not touch it. And he told my mom even, do not let her touch it, like smack her hand. And I like, I was like in shock. I'm like, what the heck just happened? Like I woke up and it happened like three times. I woke up from my sleep. I don't know if it was a dream or I, it was actually happening, but I was literally just laying there messing with my belly button piercing. Maybe it was my subconscious. I don't know. It was the weirdest thing. And so that happened on Saturday and I was just so happy it happened because um, I've been wanting to do that for a while. Now it did hurt. I'm not going to lie to you, but it was, it wasn't so much as like somebody punching you. It was or like, like just a regular pain. It was like, it was a very odd pain. So I don't know. It was just very interesting, but I'm so happy I did it. I was going to do it with one of my best friends, but I couldn't get up there because um, she lives a couple hours away. I couldn't get up there by the time we wanted to do it, so we just decided to do it separately. So we both have our belly buttons pierced now. And then Sunday, Saturday was kind of laid back. Um, oh, did... I don't know if I already told y'all this, but... This past weekend was very eventful. So we got like the piercing. I had my first interview and then Redeeming Love came on Amazon Prime. I was so happy. We got sushi one night. Sushi is my favorite food, if you're wondering. We got sushi one night and I was like, you know what? I haven't checked in a while. So I looked and I went on Amazon Prime and... I just look it up and it's like premiere access available to rent or buy and it's always for the more expensive price but I'm like I want it now so my mom's like yeah we can buy it so that night she started to watch it with me and then I just continued watching it because she went to bed we also got crumble cookies oh my gosh it was so good it was muy bueno is that correct don't do not come for me if I said that wrong. But 
I, what was the flavor? It was like peanut butter brownie. That one was pretty good actually. S'mores was my favorite. Then there was churro that wasn't that good. And then cake batter blondie. I didn't, like the look of it wasn't that good. But once I tasted it, it was actually pretty good. And so we got that and then we came back. We started watching it. I was like, and it was leading up to the part where I started crying. And I was like, I'm not going to cry. Like, I've already seen it. I cried more than the first time. And if you follow the Barely Steady Instagram or Facebook, or I think even TikTok I posted it on, I showed y'all that I was crying. It was kind of kind of funny but yeah so that happened and then we had my siblings over for the Super Bowl which unfortunately did not go the way I wanted it to it was a very good game it was close it was kind of back and forth um and I I was shocked when Odell got hurt like right at the beginning of the game and then I was worried about Burrow I was rooting for the Bengals I I always say that if I wasn't a Cowboys fan, I'd probably be a Bengals fan. I just, I don't know. There's something about them that I just like, and I don't know. And it's not just that their quarterback is really cute, um, but <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. I've really liked them recently, so I was rooting for them. I had a bet with my dad on it. Um, I actually didn't lose because he was betting on the Bills to win the Super Bowl and they got out a couple weeks ago. So I didn't lose any money, but I didn't gain any money or win any money. So it was kind of a loss. But but it was a good game. The halftime show was insane. I think I've watched that halftime show over probably 10 times it was so good. That was the best halftime show I've ever seen. Just the way they did it. And me, like, just, I've grown. So, me being 17, even though I wasn't born at that music era, or I wasn't, I didn't live through that music era, era being, having such older parents and older siblings, I was raised with very cultured music taste. I had a very, I like to say I have a complex music taste. I will listen to anything. So when Eminem came on that stage, I flipped out. And then we had 50 show up. And then, like, I don't know, just like even Snoop and Dre's energy together. I just love them all. Um, and then Kendrick's, like, thing, and Mary J. Blige, like, I, I don't listen to her music, but it made me want to, and I think 50 might be my favorite, like, rapper now, I don't know, I, like, created a whole playlist with all them, and it was so good, I just, I loved that halftime show, just the sound, the dance moves, the stage, just everything about it and seeing all of those amazing artists together was the big part. I think that was the most crazy thing about it. And then, so the Bengals ended up losing. And then Monday comes and I go to my second interview. And she, that was even quicker than the first. It was like five or ten minutes. 
and she was like, I just want to ask you a few more questions. So she asked me more so about like Chick-fil-A, the franchise that time. And she like brought out their key, like key values and told me to tell me, to tell her the ones that I think most were like, were the most valuable in my life. And so I like told her that and then she was asking why I chose that specific location um, and one word I think of when the name Chick-fil-A comes up and I just said yummy because that's the first thing that came to my mind because <laughs> it's just so good. I think I had it yesterday. Did I have Chick-fil-A yesterday? Yeah, I had Chick-fil-A yesterday. Yep. And then she was like, I'm sorry this was so brief, like this was really quick, but I wanted to offer you the job in person. I was like, yes, sir, I'm gonna take that job. So I got the job at Chick-fil-A. Oh, and I forgot to tell y'all that on Friday, I ended up rescheduling the Tropical Smoothie one to the next week because if I got the answer from Chick-fil-A, I wanted to not go to that interview. And so I ended up canceling those two, the other two ones that I had. I was like, yes, I'm going to accept it. She sent over the paperwork. I filled that out the other night. And so she's just going to contact me with like the orientation and all that. I'm so excited to finally have a job. I'm so ready. So that happened. And then I just like continue, continued school. Yesterday I had therapy on this week's therapy session. It was really good. It was kind of a more laid back session, I feel like, this week. And it mainly talked about relationships. And I don't want to rant too much longer about relationships, but I don't know. I just feel like I've felt more so alone in this season of my life. And I don't want to feel that way. So I've been trying to like get out there and work a job or even like volunteering this summer or going to church and more stuff like that so I'm trying to put myself out there and I think it will help um create like boundaries with the people that I need boundaries with right now and there's no one like in specific that I think of I think just most of my relationships I'm struggling with right now um and I just I don't know. I really want to figure them out. So I kind of just want to take a step back and look at them from a different perspective. So I think that would be good to have the job now and all that. So I'm, I'm just really excited to get into that field and have that. If I don't know, do, does Chick-fil-A have a discount or anything like that because I would use it a lot. I'm going to have too much Chick-fil-A. It's going to be crazy. But yeah, so that was really exciting. And then all I really have going on this coming weekend is church and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm really excited for what this next few months is going to hold. And then yesterday I started working out Today, I worked out for the second time. I'm going to try to work out five days a week and not like strict, like, go, go, go. Like, it's 
not so much as the end result that I want. It's more so just the feeling of being healthy and stuff like that that I want. And I really would just like to feel better. Like, I feel good in my own skin, but I want to feel the best and just become the best version of myself. And I think that involves a lot with... I'm going to try to cut out dairy and sugar. I think dairy is going to be the hardest just because you don't realize how much dairy you eat until you stop eating it. And I'm going to try to cut off sugar. I think that'll be easier. And I'm going to try to like chug so much water. And so I'm really going to focus on that and just my health and then also getting closer to God and just meeting new people. And so I'm, I don't know, I'm really excited about like the working out portion. I've like set up a schedule of like what each day part of the body I want to do. So I think like Mondays are arms, Tuesdays are legs, Wednesdays are an off day because I have therapy, Thursdays are... Um, abs or like just like my stomach my abdomen (laughs) and then Fridays are arms no I already said arms oh back I that's like the one that's the only part of my body that I actually want to see an end result with everything else is just to one get strength be healthier and stuff like that and then on Saturdays I'm just going to get some sort of physical activity, whether that's go for a hike, go for a walk, go for a run, ride on like a bike or like even a stationary bike or go to the gym and do a quick workout. But it's not like one specific part of the body, I think. I just said like cardio or just anything. So that's kind of my plan and I'm, I don't know, I'm excited to get back into that. And then this weekend, I'm going to try to start reading that book I told you all about last week, which is Stop Calling Me Beautiful. And I don't know, I'm really excited. I definitely want to let you all know about that whole thing. And also, so my TV is on right now while I'm watch- while I'm recording this. I just put it on to like watch in the background and it's on that part of Netflix where it like flips through shows like show recommendations and it just went to this one I think it's called The Weekend Away and it has the girl from Gossip Girl Layton is that her name the girl who plays Blair so I really want to watch that I think it comes out March 3rd but speaking of what I was watching on the show on the TV I was watching Selling Sunset which is a show about real estate agents in LA. It's mainly about drama, not really real estate, but real estate has always interested me. Like I've always had an interest in homes and different things like that. So I think I'm really leaning towards real estate right now rather to aerospace. I think I told y'all in the first episode that I've been struggling with my profession, which I don't know where I'm going to go right now, so I'm not stressing about it, but I don't know. Just as the weeks go on, my like desire to become a real estate agent grows bigger because when I can like have my own hours, which is really um, meaningful to me because I want kids 
and so I want to be able to like make my own hours and I can like I really like the idea of like independent work and like hustling for that money I think I would really like that plus I could literally do it anywhere and yeah I'm just really interested in it and so I think I would go to college for business or like marketing or even like a real estate like degree if the college I go to has that I know Colorado where I want to go in Colorado does not have that so I would just go for business but yeah I'm like really excited to just see where that takes me but I'm excited for this next week I can't wait to tell y'all how Sunday goes and I can't wait to get my schedule for my job and like everything to do with that and I'm so excited to figure out my life I feel like I'm finally on like I feel like I made my resolutions but I am not executing them well so I'm excited to execute them and I'm excited to have y'all there to get through it with me so I hope y'all liked this week's episode it was kind of all over the place but I think I loved it and um I hope y'all liked it remember to rate and review and subscribe on whatever platform y'all are listening to Barely Steady on remember to follow Barely Steady on Facebook Instagram and TikTok all at bear.ly steady except on Facebook just Barely Steady I always post verses, updates, things that are just happening in my life that I have talked about on the podcast that you guys may want to see. So I hope y'all liked this week's episode and I will talk to y'all next week. Love y'all.